As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody. For whoever wants to listen, I'm your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by Shooter Magooter and longtime friend of the show, Sutton Strack. Sutton, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Y'all have gotten very fancy since I was last here. Well, oh, I don't know about like fancy. We just have our well, own computers now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that last time. We were huddled together on one small webcam trying. Yeah, we've we've gotten a lot more technologically. Advanced. Were you all in the same room the last time? Yes. We were. I think we yes. were sharing mm-hmm. AirPods, too. I had one <laughs> AirPod in my right ear. Steel had one in his ear. Right. And we were talking to you at the same time. It was great. It was great. Oh, I'm making the dough. <laughs> uh, we're trying to. We're, we're working on it. We're just trying to keep up with you, you know? Well. And actually... <laughs> That's kind of Good what luck. I wanted to start with. I uh, no, we got a no, we got a long, long way to go. No, it's oh golly, well, <laughs> that's a good place to start. I I uh, see on the first episode, you've been making a lot of moves. It looks like Sutton is doing very well. Your store, and we would love to just kind of hear what you've been up to recently, as long as far yeah. as the business goes and just everything. Yeah. So, well, my store's been open now for um, a little over four years, and I have. Um, new designers in there that I work with and I I have my cashmere line, my t-shirt blend line and my pajamas. Pajamas are there. They do really well. I mean, I think, I think the pandemic kind of convinced the world to live in pajamas. So that's, that was good for me. And I use, I have a print. It's the Cherokee rose print, which is um, Cherokee rose state flower of Georgia. So a friend of mine did a watercolor and um, we use that as our print and I own the print. And so I use that on my pajamas and like wallpaper and stuff. So that's doing well. And I've got another business going, which we're going to see during the season. I have a business partner who's in Houston and he told me um, when he met me, he said, Oh, I know who you are. And you talk about sustainability. I thought that I had a sustainable store in West Hollywood it's not, it's eco-friendly. And he said, we're going to, we're going to make you be really sustainable. So we have a circular fashion company and it's all sustainable clothes because we are taking clothes or product, whatever it is that would normally go into a landfill and we are relabeling it. And um, I am using friends that I know that are celebrities and we are um, giving them labels, making a Shopify account for them and, um, letting them go forth and prosper, uh, all good for the environment. And um, I'm really excited about it and um, hopeful that people will understand what sustainability really is, especially in the fashion world. So that's what I've been up to. And you know, I've got two children in college now. I have one at home who's 16. And um, I will tell you that all parents, if you have a 16-year-old boy living at you, living with you at home put cameras in your house what no leave them alone (laughs) Ah, i don't know if you what do you you expect to see on these cameras i don't know if you want to see what he's doing i want want to see exactly what time he comes home and like and who is coming in the house with him that's that's okay i feel like if you put cameras at the front and back door that's okay just you know, keep uh, yeah. them, keep the cameras away from the living room. I don't want to see him in his room. <laughs> we didn't no. say that. I said living room. The living room. Oh, I, I did I eventually just... say bedroom. Oh, gross. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want to know what's going on in that room. But just in just the in and out of the house, please. Just That's to know fair. that he's, you know, I don't know, coming home on curfew because I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah. you want to check those cameras the next day. But what else? Yeah. We know what's going on with the store. We love the store. We love the sustainability. We yeah. got to see you. you looking at a horse. Tell us what's going <laughs> on there. I don't just look at my horse. I was, I was I, in fact, I'm going today. I'm going to go. Um, I'm taking lessons for dressage. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm a Western horse rider and um, I am learning now English dressage. And it's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, the saddle's different. Just everything's different. 
Uh, is that like the when they like prance and stuff like that? Is that mm-hmm. like the fancy horses? And they go backwards like and, and they they oh. bow. They do and they go. You go in circles and then reverse the circle. They do all kinds of things. Um, so I'm learning that, and it's uh, harder than you would think. I go through cones and then back through the cones. Uh, I think you know, that I, sounds extremely hard. I don't know if anyone is hard. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> and you're so and you ride like this. You don't move your arms. You use this your legs. Very proper. You can yeah. pull. You can pull a little, but it's mostly in your legs. So I've been doing that. His My name daughter is does Santos. Barrel racing. Uh, oh, see, Texas. I I wanted to be a barrel rider when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah, she does that. Yeah, I mean it's dangerous. You know, it's slightly dangerous. I know. Um, it, it's terrifying for me, especially because she's only seven and I see her on the back of these gigantic horses like practicing and she doesn't go super fast, but she goes fast enough and she is fearless to a fault. Like she's not scared of shit. And that's terrifying for me because she just gets I a horse it. like, all right, she tries to make it go faster, but it's a horse that's it's old enough that it knows to like take its time. But it, you, it what kind of horse death. is it? No clue. No yeah. clue. So, that, well, I because I was when I was looking around at horses. I wanted to do, I wanted to get a cutting horse and my friends were like, you're going to fall off of that horse (laughs) because they're so fast. They're like, you're going to die. I'm like, okay. So, um, so I got Santos and he doesn't, he doesn't like to go fast or anything. He's just, he likes to be pretty. Can I put in a request that you rename it shooter? Instead of Santos, <laughs> no, shooter be his horse. nickname. You're gonna confuse him. <laughs> that was the name that he was given. Okay. So I, you know, when I got him, and this horse, um, he's from the Netherlands. Oh, I think I saw that actually. Yeah. So he had to fly on a plane to get out here, and it was very interesting. It was an That's interesting, a very funny visual of a horse on a plane. Oh yeah. Well, they took pictures for me, so um, you know him. He got all braided up so that he could get in his trailer to get on the plane, which made me so nervous putting him on the back of a plane like that. I would and imagine. Then, yeah, right. It's kind of scary. And then he got to L.A. and had to be in quarantine for three days. Um, and then he got to come to. You like know, COVID quarantine? Here. Kind of, yes. So he didn't have some weird horse disease. That's, I was thinking it was some weird horse disease, not COVID. <laughs> My brain goes, oh, COVID. Yeah, totally. <laughs> In case he had COVID. Um, no, right. Just three days, COVID free. Um, so now I'll, I'll go out there and see him. He's at, I can't tell you where, well, I mean, he's at his, um, I call it his apartment. So Santos's I, and, place. Love yeah, that. Santos, yeah. So he's, he's, he's so sweet and he just turned six in June. So he's a baby. And well, that's um, awesome. Yeah. The first time I went to go see him, um, the first time I met him, they didn't want me to meet him production until, oh. um, uh, until we had cameras. They, and oh. so, yeah. And so I met him and Avi, my, whatever name he wants to be called. What is Jack of all trades? He's everything. What's your title for him? Let's hammer it down right now. He said he likes executive assistant now. I don't know. He he he's my house manager, okay, and in Augusta house manager and in New York. So he has to do all those things, and then now he's my assistant because Josh left me. Okay, and um, in a good way. I mean, Josh. When I just saw him on Friday night, we hung out, but um. So Avi had to figure out how to do all this calendar stuff. It's a lot of calendar work. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just has finally figured out a year later how to put my calendar on my phone. Hey, he's making know. steps. Steps forward. He's, well, he's, like learning. he's learning. He's learning. He's um, evolving. So I don't know. Whatever he wants to be called, he can be called. I mean, he does everything. He likes to do everything. Well, that's good. He's a that's pain great. in my ass is what he is. He, he just... He just <laughs> You know, and he's he's Orthodox Jew, and so on Fridays he's like Shabbat Shalom. He's gone. Oh, he's and so Fridays weekend. sometimes I'm like, I know, but then my prayers off. On Saturdays, if I need something, you can't reach him. <laughs> but and I love it. I I respect it so much from him. I mean, it's like really commendable. 
he's really dedicated and he's out. I mean, like I'm talking out. Hey. So if there's an emergency. Better have a backup (laughs) plan. Handle it yourself. Yeah. Oh my, you know, if the alarm goes off in my house, I don't know. (laughs) We might need to put like a notebook together of who I call. Yeah, you, you need an emergency shooter. book. Yeah, you can call yeah, me. I'll, I'll call talk to you. Shooter. He won't help you at all, but you, you know, know, at least I'll make a gas, funny joke. <laughs> you know, you know I'm, I'm kind of helpless like that sometimes. Oh, well, well, don't run out of gas on Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe you or just like don't if do the pool on Saturday overflows. Why would you pull well, on overflow? Sundays? Well, because I don't know. You know, I live in um, my house. <laughs> When I bought it, who he used to own the Lakers, and I always forget his name. That and that Jerry shows Buss? out. Yes, Jerry Bus. Yeah, Jerry, you own Jerry Bus's house. I do. And so, uh, when I bought this house, I was going to move the pool to the tennis court and do all this stuff. And then I found out that Magic Johnson signed his contract oh, yeah. on my tennis court. Oh, right, and, right. And so, and then I saw these pictures of Jerry Bus with all these, of course, women in the pool. Well. I'm like, I can't touch this pool. And it's one of the deepest pools in Los Angeles. So when it rains, it rises. And one Sunday, you know, Avi checks on me on Sundays and to make sure that I'm alive, I guess. And I was like, Avi, the pool has overflowed. Like we have a lake. My yard is a lake. No pun intended. It rains so much. Like, Well, we did get to see some of that last year, and when you had the girls over for a party when you first bought the house. Oh yeah, the your backyard had the mud. Yeah, thanks for thanks for the reminder. Well, we we're just painting a bit of a picture. I'm still stuck on Magic Johnson with a bunch of girls in your pool. I couldn't really. Wasn't Magic Johnson? It was Jerry. Okay, all right, good. Jerry Johnson had a lot of girls. Okay, all right. And he's got like ten girls in the pool with him. I'm like, okay, Okay, but let's be real. Magic Johnson was somewhere around there. If there was that many girls in the pool, Magic Johnson was not far. Must have been. But (laughs) so since we have put drains in the yard, so it doesn't do that anymore. Good. That's good. Progress. Exactly. Well, we did. We got to talk about the horse a little bit. I want to segue a bit to a different animal. Let's go to Eagle Woman. Yes. We got to see Dorit set up Mm -hmm. this wonderful start to the season, a cleansing, a spiritual cleansing, if you will. What was yeah. your take on Eagle Woman and Blue Raven and everything that went down out there? Because Steele and I were having a really hard time going through that one. Well, let me just preface this, okay? I, for one, enjoy the healing things. And I want to get your take on, because it seems to be a recurring theme amongst most Bravo shows. At some point, we get the crew going to a self-healing, whether it's a sound bath or meditation or the Eagle Woman thing. Do you guys like, are you forced to go to these things or is that just always comes up? With these groups? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> we are making a television show. That's so, true. You know, gotta have to show up. Um, you know, when we did the sound bath, mm-hmm. Kathy set up that sound bath when we were in um, San Diego. Mm-hmm. That one I loved. I, I, it was really good for me. I had, I just injured my foot. And I loved that one. Mm-hmm. I was into it. Like, you know, I, I do the crystal thing. I, I've got, I do all kind of stuff. So I'm always up for it, but I didn't quite, I didn't know what to expect, but I will say, I don't know if you watch my face. We did. Um, we did. <laughs> but that's the I'm thing just, that we, we talk about that all the time. They have these kumbaya moments in the beginning of seasons after a tumultuous season. Do you feel at the end of all of that, that everything's healed and you guys are good and you can move on after that big hug? Everybody's confessional is, well, only in Beverly Hills, you guys can hug it all out after yelling at each other for an entire season. We're like, no, that's kind of bullshit. We know that in a week or two, you guys are going to be going right back at each other. So what do you feel in that moment? We know that too. (laughs) And, and everybody's like, you were really quiet. I'm like, well, I couldn't. I was trying to not laugh. <laughs> we were laughing. We were laughing. It was, the, yeah. you know, and because she is, you know, for somebody that's really into that, that's great. But there's cameras around and it just, I watched a clip of it and I texted Garcelle the other day and I said, it looks like we're playing um, 
musical chairs. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Because we walk into a circle and it's like, are we supposed to, I didn't understand. The directions weren't real clear for me. And I like really clear directions, you know, I mean, I'm a dancer. So if you give me exactly what I'm supposed to do and where I stop, I'm going to do it. But I didn't, I thought we were supposed to go into like a, I didn't get the circle thing. So we're all sort of walking around like, when do we stop? Like when the music stops, do we just grab a chair? Was the music, was the drum, like when the drum stops? She was singing. And so, okay, where do we sit? You know, I like place cards. Right. So I, I was getting nervous. Like, where are we sitting? And when do we, when do we sit? Like when we feel like it, when it was that when you, when the spirit moves, when the grandfather rock tells you to sit, (laughs) that's when you sit. And we had had lunch before that. So we had talked. Right. Oh, we had all been talking. They didn't show. So it's like, okay, now, so we're going through basically like a therapy session. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like a group and, therapy session with Eagle Woman. Yeah. And Blue Raven. Yeah. So my question for you is I because I framed it as to me it sounds like a superhero duo, like Eagle Woman and Blue Raven. So if you were gonna have a superhero <laughs> name and Avi was your sidekick, what <laughs> <laughs> what would your superhero name be and what would Avi's sidekick name be? Well, if you could think of it off the top of your head. So you, one of the things I've always wanted to be uh, when I was little, I liked Chris Everett Lloyd. And then I also wanted to be a weather girl. So I think that um, my goddaughter calls me uh, Chris Brown weather girl. So I Chris think. Chris Brown weather girl. Well, my maiden name was Brown. Got so it. I like that one. And like I'd be in charge of the weather. Yeah. Weather girl is a great one. I like, I like that. Yeah. That's good off the uh, top of your head, too. That was quick thinking. Chris well, Brown, Weather Girl. I think we could do if that. I was George, in, Georgia I, Thunder. Oh. Oh. But, <laughs> you know, I, I like Carolina. South Carolina. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Carolina, you, I mean, you know, know, they like to call me the C-word, so you could do that. <laughs> that's good. Alli- that's great alliteration. That works out really well for superheroes. Yeah, the C word. The C word. I don't know Avi. What Avi would be. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't even know what his title is yet. So I think he doesn't even know. Yeah. He doesn't have a business card. (laughs) Once he gets a business card, we'll come up with a side. He doesn't need a business card. But, you know, Avi's coming. He's in charge of the booth at BravoCon. We're not going to be at BravoCon. Which is a bummer. We were looking forward to. Oh, it. Y'all aren't coming. Aww. No, we'll be, we'll be out in LA uh, a couple weeks after that for a show. So mm-hmm. okay, good. Well, maybe I'll see that. But y'all, Avi running the booth. He thinks he's like, I don't know what he's doing. He is yelling now. He he got one of those horn things. A megaphone. Megaphone. Yeah. He does it to me. We got to see you with Jennifer Tilly, and we know that you guys are longtime friends. So what's mm-hmm. it like having Jennifer Tilly film with you? Is she in there more this season? Can we expect more from her? Yeah, yeah, I think she she filmed with me a few times. Um, yeah, she's so busy. Yeah. If she's not playing poker in Las Vegas, then she's like filming Chucky series or something. Yep. Of course, um, the bride of Chucky just plays poker in Vegas a lot. That's awesome. Of course, yeah. She's, so cool. she's a high stakes poker player. <laughs> so cool. And Phil Lack is her um, partner in life, okay. and they've been together for eighteen years now. I think oh, I wow. love Phil so much. I cannot sing his praises more. He's wonderful, and like he's a high stakes poker player, and that's how they met. That's so and cool. um, oh, it's so cool. He's like the Unabomber of poker. He wears the hoodie and glasses. Oh yeah, the glasses. yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they're such a great team. But yeah, th- she she goes off to Vegas a lot. So right. it was fun to to do what we did, what what I could get her to come to. Um I've written a screenplay and Ooh. um yeah, and we did a reading. Are we allowed to show. know what it's about? Um yeah, I mean it's called it's called Bait and Switch and um basically one of the, the two main characters, one is a gay male and the other is a straight female. And he basically 
uses, he fakes himself on like a dating app in order to get a straight girl to um, find him a male partner. Because we all have gay men. So what better way to meet a gay man if you're a gay man through a straight girl? It makes sense. And um, yeah, it, and so, but I I wrote a part for her specifically. I have a writing partner too, and so I wanted her to do the reading, and she couldn't because she went to Canada to start shooting um, Chucky. But we oh. do have a moment where she comes in and we talk about it, and um, with our producer who um, produced to Leslie that uh, it's a movie that was nominated for an Academy Award. So um, that was fun. And Jennifer and I get real, um, we have like real serious talks yeah. and she comes, she comes to meet Santos. Nice. Another cool. one. Yeah. So is that, the, yeah. so that's really nice to just kind of have that familiarity as a friend going through you on this show and walking around with the cameras. Because we, when we talked last year, we had asked, you know, is there anybody when the show gets really tough and hard, is there anybody there that's going to like really have your back and make you feel a little bit better and say, wow, that was fucking crazy you at least have Jennifer in some of these scenes. So I feel like that's got to be nice, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's also nice to see me with somebody that's not on the show that I'm talking to mm-hmm. that, you know, cause I don't, I don't film with my, my children. Really. Well, I can film with my oldest now, but you don't, they don't live here. Right. So it's hard to see me sort of in that vulnerable, real state mm-hmm. without one of the girls around. Um, so it was nice to like sit down and just be myself, like without one of the housewives. Yeah. So, and and I, that's and, great for us to see too, as viewers, because we get to yeah. know you on a different level because we know, you know, I mean, aside from Garcelle and, you know, you've gotten closer with some of the other women, Jennifer is one of your actual closest friends. So seeing yeah. you with your family, seeing you with one of your closer friends, that's something that we like a lot because we can mm-hmm. emotionally connect with you and say, well, this is, this is Sutton. This is what we love to see. Yeah. And I think this season you are going to see more of me and who I am. I really sort of um, come out more okay. and show you I relax. Mm-hmm. And and I think maybe having Jennifer around more is helpful and actually having Avi around. So I've known Avi since 2012. So, um, you know, he's like a member of my family. Uh you get to see me kind of break those walls down a little bit. Nice. Which is exciting. Yeah, I think, I think the, Oh, go ahead. No, I think the viewers will like it because people always say, well, we don't really know who she is. Well, yeah, I think this season you'll get to see, you'll get that chance. And now people might be like, we hate her for real. No. We hate her now. But that's okay no. because at least then they know your real side because then you can feel yeah. okay. Like if they don't like you, then who cares? Who gives a shit? Because we like you. So we'll keep well, pushing the Sutton track going. And do you think that, I'm just you know, quirky. Got... I'm a weird person, you know, I'm, I'm the Good, same. Though. We like quirky. And do you think, you know, obviously it's going to be more comforting having Avi there, having Jennifer Tilly there, just people that you can finally come out of your shell. Like you just said, and do you think that Rinna not being part of the show anymore possibly Diana Jenkins as well. Do you think those two being out, Rinna finally getting the boot or quitting, whatever she wants to say, do you think that has allowed you to kind of find yourself here? Cause you're not constantly worried about getting backlash for every little thing that you say. Um, well, I still get that. So oh, yeah. don't worry. Um, that still happens. Um, I think that the, just the complete dynamic changed this season. And, um, there was a lightness to it. We also had a long break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. We didn't, like, we didn't jump into it. And so um, I think that that just kind of gave us all like a time to uh, decompress and think about things and also live our lives. Right. So that we could then go into filming like, oh, we have something to talk about. Yeah. Right? And things to share. Right. And so like, when you jump into it so quickly, sometimes it's like, well, here we are again. Yeah. Steele and I even talked about that because last year was, even for the viewer, it was tough to watch and it was so damn long that mm-hmm. we needed time to decompress. And I think sometime around yeah. July or August, Steele and I were talking about 
shows that we were excited to come back. And we even said Beverly Hills. And then we stopped ourselves and said, well, last season sucked and we hated the end of it that we couldn't get through it. And now we're actually excited to get back. We know what's changed. Well, I think that we kind of expected the dynamic to completely change. So it's good to know. And obviously thinking about you guys, you had time to decompress. You had time to kind of get back to your life and develop, you know, whatever you're going to develop. And then you come back with a fresh start and you're excited to kind of get back into it and talk to these women and, you know, get through the whole season. So I, I'm, I'm excited to hear that it, the dynamic completely changed because it needed change. Yeah. Well, I think that we, um, from my point of view, we get back to what you think of as Beverly Hills, right? Like the glamour, the shopping, the trips, you know, we go to Spain and there's a lot of laughter. Good. We still fight. You of know, course. Yeah. if you put seven women together, you're going to fight. Right. It's just, I don't care if you're on a show or not. That's just going to happen. That's just how <laughs> women are. And so there's, there's so many different, it's so multifaceted this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I can't wait to watch it, you know, cause I watch it with y'all and I know what happened. I, I will tell you with the, with um, Eagle woman, I was really surprised that people were still angry oh, from really? the reunion. I was right. like, y'all still angry though? But because I, I don't harbor. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, I'm not mad about anything. And y'all beat me with a baseball bat every day last season. And I'm not mad. What, y'all are still mad about something. Right. Well, it's good that you have From that. Bravo Kong? <laughs> yeah, saying, I know. Right. Like, are and you serious? But for me, that's, I don't know if that was an attempt to like drum up early drama or if that was actually real because I, I don't know. And I thought that, and I'm curious to see how it goes this season and seeing that scene with Erica Jane asking what empathy is and how to portray empathy. I'm curious if we're going to see a different side of Erica and coming from you, who is very unbiased on the topic, like, are we going to see a softer side of Erica this season? Yeah, I mean, I think Erica, it, it's a very different. In fact, what I've said in the past is I think you see, I saw the Erica that I first met. Mm, okay. My first season. Um, just, she's, Erica's nice. Yeah. And she's funny. I mean, she I'm really rooting has- for a big Erica Jane season. I told Shooter that in our last episode. I, I feel like, and we both kind of made this comment. When Erica Jane is good, when she is doing all the right things and saying the right things, mm-hmm. she is great for TV. And you guys, as a cast, as a whole, when you guys are firing on all cylinders, you are the best franchise out there. I think it's hard to beat the Beverly Hills cast when everyone is doing their job well, when you take the Rena out of it and the bullshit and just the trying to drum up false drama. Once that's yeah. out the door... And it sounds like you guys had the chance to catch your breath this off season, come back in with a fresh perspective and kind of how you want the show to move forward. I just, I feel like this cast is unrivaled in your ability to put out great TV. Yeah. I mean, we had, we have, we have a lot of touching moments mm-hmm. and um, you know, of course I get in trouble because <laughs> I that's why we love you. <laughs> and I don't know why I did. I just say I, things come out of my mouth sometimes and I don't think maybe before I speak and I should work on that, but I can't help it. Sometimes I go a little nutty with these people because I disagree so much. Right. But I mean, and also I have a different sense of humor than some of these people and they don't get my sense of humor. Um, but I think everyone is going to love this season. I really do. I think it's so, it's so fun. And that's what we wanted. Finally. We fun yeah. Again. Yeah. It yeah. We it want it so dark. It got so yeah. dark and we understand that obviously you're going to fight. Like you said, you get seven women to hang out together all the time. Yeah. There's going to be drama. There's going to be bullshit that gets drummed up, whatever. But we need that reprieve in between with the laughs and having a good time because then we can connect. Then we can say, okay, mm-hmm. you know, they don't hate each other. They don't completely dislike each other. Like some of the shows that we have to watch, there yeah. is some good redeeming qualities going on in this group of friends. And then, yes, of course, every group of friends fights. So when we get to see it on TV, it's nice. You pick a side. It's a fun, exciting kind of like battle back and forth. Steele right. and I can actually have fun again talking about the show, which is what we <laughs> yes. want. 
But, you will. <laughs> and obviously the show goes and it's like you're saying, it's lighter, it's airy, it's fun. But we do know that, you know, it looks like the main storyline, maybe towards the end, maybe towards the middle, is going to be between Kyle and Mauricio. From your perspective, obviously having filmed, knowing both of them, what's your take on everything? How, you know, what, how do you feel? What do you see kind of going forward? And, you know, where are you now? Um, I, well, we, I didn't see much of it during the season. The, it was all kind of postseason. Okay. That's kind um, of what we thought. But I, we don't know what each other are doing when we're film. Like, I don't know what Kyle filmed with, with Mauricio separately. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know conversations that we're having. She didn't have conversations with me. Right. Gotcha. Um, that, so I don't know. I'm going to be following it. Um, but as far as present, I don't know anything. Um, Fair. That, that's just in. And, and if I did, which I don't, I wouldn't tell you because it's not my story to tell. Okay. That's fair. That's Very a fair. But I really don't know anything. I don't know anything. Have you met Morgan Wade? She was, she filmed one um, night with us, but I met her just in passing. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one question I wanted to ask in light of you admitting that you say things sometimes, and again, that's one of your <laughs> most redeeming qualities for us. We oh, love okay. Well, I don't things. know about that, but um, it, when for us it is uh, because you, oh, we love it. Push the narrative. I mean, you, you cause conversations to happen because you will say what you're thinking. And that's mm-hmm. very important in a formula for a good housewife show. So you said something in the first episode in which you, heard that there was somebody in the car with PK when he got his DUI. There was a woman in the car with PK. Now with all of this stuff coming out now about them potentially separating, they've since came out together and I mean, said you can't that make it separated. up. Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app. That's what I want to ask. When they asked me this question in my confessional, I was like, that's the only thing I've ever heard. I wasn't saying it was right or wrong. That's just what I had heard. That was kind of the rumor right. on the street. Um, so it, you cannot make it up. That all that stuff came out at the same time. And I don't know. I, have no, yeah. I don't know. And I don't, I'm not good at reading like tabloid stuff. I've got to get better at it because people, pe- when people ask, I'm like, what? <laughs> right. When, when the people magazine article came out over the summer with Kyle, I, I was in France. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was like, I can't talk about this. I haven't, I haven't read the article. So I'm, I'm like, I'm here with my boys. And right. I, you know, we're going to the Louvre right now. I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? I, I'm just not good at it. I need to get better at gossip. But that was the only piece of gossip that I had ever heard about PK and, um, and Dorit. But it's so, it was very ironic. It's a little ironic, yeah. I mean, wild. But yeah, well, it is. It is very wild. You can't but plan I feel it. Like you can't it, plan it. It is no. also really funny though, because when you say something like that, we know immediately. Okay, I think that Sutton actually did hear that. I can't imagine that yeah. she would ever make it up. It doesn't make any sense to us because of what you just did when we asked you about Kyle Mauricio. You're like, yeah, I don't really know, and it's not my story to tell, so I'm not going to say it. But when it came to that, you were like, yeah, I actually heard this. This is here it is. But it's funny to hear that, one, you're watching it just like we are. You're going back through the season because we talk about reunions. Sometimes these women go into the reunions and they think, wow, I had such a great season. But they didn't re- they didn't go back and watch the tape. They have no idea how they were portrayed the whole time. So they're completely caught off guard when it comes down to it. So hearing that you are not only watching yourself, but also watching some of the other storylines because you weren't there. That kind of like breaks a little bit of a fourth wall for us too. That's really cool. Yeah, well, I mean, we we can't be everywhere at the same time. Right, right. So, you know, 
if somebody's having lunch with somebody and then I'm having, you know, I'm going shopping with somebody else somewhere else. We don't know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. That's when, but also that's when you're like, what they just say about me. (laughs) I can't imagine. I cannot imagine watching and being like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) what did she just say about me? (laughs) That would be so hard. But the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, because a lot of things came out. You talked about some things that you received in the divorce. You got some minor league baseball teams, X, Y, Z, whatever, but you made it very clear how important it is to you that you now have financial autonomy that while you did receive certain things from your divorce, it's very important for you to build your own business and be your own woman and have your own financial freedom. And we've actually, I put out some questions earlier that we're going to get to from our audience. Um, A lot of people commented on that and how, they it resonated with them and how important it is for them to have the same financial freedom and i just wanted to hear from your perspective why is that such an important thing for you and to speak out about it and now that you have a successful business you're also doing some other businesses writing screenplays i would just like to hear why that is so important um i think for me it was like the divorce was really hard mm. it was a hard divorce and um you know, my ex-husband, and sometimes I still call him my husband, and we've been divorced now for seven years um, because our family is still, we're still a family. We mm-hmm. uh, make decisions as a family and like all of that. So, but when I gave up my career and everything, and you're when you're dependent on someone like that completely, you lose a bit of yourself. And... Yeah, I mean, when I met my husband, well, I, we, I was 13 years old. And then we started dating in our 20s. And so our lives, were we built it together. Mm-hmm. Because people are always like, oh, well, she's just, she has her husband's money. Well, yeah, because we did that together. Yeah, And I gave up my career to raise my children. Mm-hmm. Because he, he works all the time. And so, you know, it was due. I'm just going to say that. Um, But that choice, it was a good choice. I don't know if I would do it again. I just think that women sometimes give too much up. Sure. And then if something happens, you're lost. And I just want women to know not just to protect yourself. And it doesn't mean that you can't be a mother and you can't love your husband and you can't be a couple, but there has to be some sort of partnership where you feel like you can trust your partner and, but also have some sort of financial autonomy Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, and I have a 21 year old daughter and it's something that I want to show her. I want to do this. Like I want to do it for myself. And, you know, I do say to Jennifer, I kind of want to show him because he's never been to my store. He never believed in me. Um, he invested in our friends, businesses mm-hmm. and never invested in mine, knowing that I wanted to do this. And I wanted to do it for like 10 years. So by the time I got the nerve up to do it, you know, he, we were divorced and wasn't interested and he's never right. said, I'm proud of you. And I, you know, just like that kind of, that's what I meant by it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted, I want to show him that I can do all of these things. I think that's very fair. Yeah. And you know, I, I just want women to be strong. It's still a man's world out there. You know, we've come a long way, but it still is mm-hmm. no matter what. Right. And, you know, I think with Erica, this, that, that, that's kind of what I wish she had done and, and spoke out about because, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's what I was trying to get through to her. Like you have this opportunity to talk about this. Right. And um, I think this season, the two of us talk about it. Because it's scary. Mm-hmm. Now, mine came imagine. out okay, but it's scary. And 
and it doesn't matter if you know, you have a hundred thousand dollars a year or a hundred million dollars a year. It doesn't matter. You're still in the same position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I think it's just important for women to understand, to stay on their two feet or I have gay couples that are, are in the same boat. Right. You know, one side is one way. I just, you know, when you're a couple be partners. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a great message. And I think that, you know, you, being open about it on TV, it's already resonated. I can tell you that. And when we get to our questions, it's scary. It's very on, scary for me. It's got to be extremely scary. scary, putting yourself out there, also taking these chances on yourself. And, but it, it is true. And, you know, I'm raising a seven year old daughter. And my one thing I say to her all the time is, you don't need no man. Like you do not. And, you know, I love my wife. Her stepmom is, she works in finance. She's a project manager. She does her own thing. And I think that you said it perfectly where, the best couples, the best married couples, the best partners, whatever, are people that she has her life, I have my life, and we have our life together. And I think that they right. complement each other well. And I think that hearing that from somebody in your position where you have this business and you're doing things on your own and you're speaking out about it, I think it's so important for viewers, for listeners, for everybody to hear that because you never know what's going to resonate with someone, right? It's going to hit home for somebody and give them that kind of push that they needed to take the steps they might've had to take that they've been maybe sidestepping for a while. So mm-hmm. while I'm sure it's terrifying for you to be one pursuing all these things and two putting yourself out there and being vulnerable about it. Wow. Vulnerable about it. Can't talk. Um, there you go. <laughs> I think that it's so, it's just really important. And I, I for me, raising a daughter, it immediately resonated with me. I, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Good for her. And I think that you're going to make a lot of impact across the board with this. So I commend you for it, honestly. Thank you. That that means a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, look, we've got a huge platform and you do, you know, I've always wanted to use it in a good way, not in a bad way. Well, you are doing Hopefully. that now. So <laughs> you can be bad every <laughs> once in a while. It makes for good TV, but I hear sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes it goes awry. But yeah, try to circle it back. Yeah, shit happens sometimes, <laughs> you know. But with that, um, I would love to dive into some of our viewer questions or listener questions. There's a lot of them. There's a lot okay. of people that want to hear from you. So the first one that I need to ask you is from Zach Mellon, and he asks, Can I have a hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I'm trying to make money, Zach. No, but see, and you know, I've, I've gotten some people reactions like, well, if you have all that money, you should donate it. Well, I do donate it. So we're very clear. I make a, I have a lot of donations that I do. And, um, you know, I, I work with NAMI and, you know, on the board for American Ballet Theater, which and they have an amazing um, outreach program for uh, kids that want to study ballet that wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. So, um, my so, aunt and, works for the uh, New York City Ballet. She's a choreographer. She danced for the New York City Ballet for years. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, that's really so cool. So there's a, there's a lot of things that I give, um, like LGBTQ. Um, I work with, and so I do make. I am a philanthropist still, and I have been for a very long time. So don't worry, everybody. I don't just spend. <laughs> I also give. Yeah. But out, everybody. Well, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are and there are a lot of questions where pretty much the general idea is: Why are you so good at what you do? Why do you serve queen, icon, diva, and so much more at every moment? You just got a lot of fans in here, which is nice to see. But the best one that I saw was. What's there to gain for you being on the show? I'd love to live in a European villa if I were you. And that comes from STH Adventurer. <laughs> it's so funny because I was just with um, Luann de Lesseps mm-hmm. and Countess Luann. And she was like, Sutton, why do you do the show? And I go, because it's fun. There you go. I mean, that's a good answer. I mean, but that's all I can say. You know, I've always said it's such a social experiment. And um, I love Andy Warhol and you know, worked for Merce Cunningham. These are very avant-garde people. And who didn't want to go to the factory? Right. And I feel like Bravo has become like this modern day Andy Warhol factory. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some of the things that Andy Warhol did were really weird that he would do to people. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think Bravo does the same thing, but it's cool. 
That is. I mean, it's cool. And who, you know, yeah. I mean, could I be sitting on a yacht somewhere in the South of France? It sounds pretty good right now, but you know, I would get so bored. Right. Right. And I just, I couldn't do it. I just, I, I don't know. I did that, you know, I stayed home for so long and this is just way more fun. And I've gotten to meet so many cool people and um, that's why I do it. What was your take on Luann being in a crappy lake? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Luann's great. Right. She is. And she's so funny. And she she loves men. Um, and so it's it, and I like hanging out with her. I don't know. Did y'all like it? Oh, we, we loved, loved it. it. It was great. Yeah, we enjoyed it. I didn't see the whole thing. And I love Sonia, too. It was it was just yeah, it's really enjoyable. You should sit down because it's it goes by so quickly. It's half it's an hour bad. episodes. It's half an it's hour, just, yeah. It's so quick and just fun and lighthearted the entire time. There's well, no drama the, at all. It's great. Those ladies are fun to be with. You oh, know, when sure. I go to New York, I text I text them mm-hmm. and Dorinda. And um if I get the chance to see one of the three, um, I know I'm gonna have a good time. But I like they're that just crew. That's a solid yeah. crew. Yeah, I love yeah. that show. They're so funny. Dorinda's <laughs> hilarious. We met Dorinda. She did a live show with us in Philly, actually. Um, oh my gosh, last she's year. so good. Yeah, she's she so was good. great. Um, the question from Mary LM1985. It's a two-parter, and this goes into some remarks that were made by Teddy Mellencamp on Watch What Happens Live, which we didn't care for. But the first question is in jest. So... It says, what kind of vodka do you keep in your bag 24-7? And then the Uh follow-up is, is Teddy as insufferable in real life as she appears to be to the rest of us? (laughs) We talk a lot of shit Um, about two pieces of thought around here. So, Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. um, One, I don't carry a bottle of vodka in my purse. Um, It wouldn't fit. So (laughs) there's that part. (laughs) That's just ridiculous. Um, And I haven't seen Teddy in a long time. You know, so I don't know how she knows what's in my purse. That's kind of ridiculous. She, the short answer is she doesn't. She's just saying no shit idea. on live TV because she wants people to talk about her. Or there's 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 other reasons. What we'll get to later. I'll, okay. <laughs> I'll come back um, mid-season and we can go back to that question. All right. I like that. Uh, we'll hold you to it. I will say this. Though. I do like my ruby red grapefruit juice. So if I go out and um, I'm going on a date tonight. Oh, and yes. And I will bring with me my little bottle of ruby red grapefruit juice. I don't care. It's my second date with this guy and I like him. He's nice. And he's from um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. And he went to Auburn. Okay. Okay. He's he's lived here since he was 23. Yes. He's, he's a good, he's a good, he's a good guy. So, but I'm just going to bring it because I don't care. That's just how I like to mix. That's my mixer. Yeah, and bars usually don't have it. We've, we've seen and it. You poured in a separate glass. I had things to say about it last year too. It was an interesting. I've never seen that move before. I, no shade, well, but I, I like no, it. No. Well, I like what I like. Exactly, but it doesn't. And also, um, I don't have tons of drinks. You know, I I don't fall. And hit we've my never head seen on you fall. Toilet. We've never seen you. Uh-oh. That's the funny thing. People want to throw this narrative out there, but we've never mm-hmm. seen you. Oh, be a lot of people do. A lot but of people. We've never seen you. Be, we've seen all the other women be sloppy, fall down, get no. really drunk. We've never seen you do that. So it's interesting because that I don't do of, that. Right. Yeah, they like that narrative. Um, so ruby red grapefruit juice in my bag. Yes, maybe. Usually, if I go out. Um, and Not a fifth grade goose, though. No, and if but if I do, but what I do, my vodka go to is um, kettle one. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. That's, yeah, that's fine. That's very, yeah, yeah, simple. No, not me. When I was a raging alcoholic, my go to was a uh, pop off because it was two dollars a bottle. It still makes yeah. my skin crawl. Yeah, it's really bad. See, and here's the other thing: <laughs> if if I don't like it, I I won't drink it. Right. That's, that's just all there is to it. Like, yeah. like uh, I don't understand know, just, how that works. That doesn't make sense to me, but that's right. a much yeah. better way to go about life. <laughs> no. I, if, if I don't like the food, I'm not going to eat it. If I don't like the drink, I'm not going to drink it. Like, that's just it, that's just how I am. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
Well, we've got another one here, and this one's a little more lighthearted because this is fun. If you were on a ultimate girls trip, who would your cast be? And this one comes Ooh. from Carly. Well, I mean, you can give us like four I names. I think it's like a five-person trip. Does that work? They've all yeah. been on the people that I know. They've all been on, but you know, um, I mean, I like some of the people from the um, Southern Charm. They'd kind of be fun to go on, even though I'm older than them. You would get along with fun. them. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We like, the, like I really, we like and group. I like Paige. Um, yeah. from summer house. I like her. I think we'd get along really well. And, um, well, and then that captain from the, um, the below deck, the down under. One. Oh yeah. He's, oh, he's a handsome yeah. fella. Can he Why do you come? want him there? He can, he can, him there he can charter the hey, boat. You have can a date tonight. Come? What do you, yeah, that's a good point. You, you have a date tonight. on your date. <laughs> Well, I think he'd understand if he saw that man. I think we'd all want a chance with it. What's his name? I'm blanking right now. I know, me too. I should remember his name just in case I see him at BravoCon. Yeah, this is not a great start. If he hears this, he's I know. Say, I'm so- well, I am sorry. You don't even I know. know him all night. <laughs> you, this is your job. I don't work for you. <laughs> uh, and the, and I, but I really love Candace from Potomac. But we're friends. But no, we I love, love we love I, Candace too. I love her. She tells it like it is. Um, and. Who else would be good? Um, see, but I like like Dorinda, but she's already done it. You don't have Sonya to worry about who's done. done it yet. You can just you can bring whoever the hell you want. It's mm. so a captain Turn down under. under. You know who? You know who I really like, and but is Dallas really coming back? Did I read that? There's there been was rumors, rumors about it for a couple of years now. I don't. We haven't gotten anything on our end. Um, I I like Stephanie a lot. She's a sweet well, girl. There's also a rumor that uh, Real Housewives of Scottsdale is coming. So, you know, stop it. Just he can't get he's stuck on this. It, there's was, it was, rumors. Dude, Scottsdale. it was out for a month. Okay. It said Scottsdale and what, Cleveland? <laughs> no, I said Cleveland. Shooter <laughs> wants a, a Real Housewives of Cleveland more than anything in the world. Mm. I just think okay. it would be fun to see the blue collar. Like, yeah, my, my husband's uh, an industrial worker and we come back and we go to the Browns games. That would be fun for me. Just That's, one okay. show. He's been pushing okay. it for years. Yeah, well, we'll I see. like Gina from Orange County. Uh, okay, so I like her. Gina, Candace, Captain, Captain. Down Under, and uh, Paige. Paige. Yeah, that's good. That's a good four. Yeah, yeah. that's a solid but you four. can't. Then Luann, neither, nor, neither Luann nor Sonya could come because they would want to steal my captain. That's true. They would. Okay, wait, but I have a I have a caveat here because now I need Luann and Sonya to be there too. And no, oh no, here it is. No. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, it's you, Sonia, Luann, and Captain Down Under. And I feel so bad we can't remember his fucking name. That's the show. It's called Love Triangle? And it's in Crappy Lake. (laughs) (laughs) That's your show. I was was thinking about a play on, like, Bermuda Triangle. Like, a love triangle, but the Bermuda Triangle. No, No, I I think it needs to be, like, in Texas. Yeah. Okay, it's the Love Ranch. I'm bringing Santos. The Love Ranch and... Well, you know what? Why don't we do a Hallmark movie since you're writing screenplays? And the guy Captain... that I'm going on a date with is he's in charge of the Hallmark channel. This is all coming together. He does Hallmark yeah, movies. Working out Shooter well. and I are going to be executive producers on this. Okay, you're going to get an EP credit for us. You're going to help us out. <laughs> here's here's the movie. All right, it's I'm not kidding. That's Texas. what he does. I believe it. And so you <laughs> are going to buy this horse at a ranch in Texas, and you have nobody to break this horse. You don't know how to break it. You're trying. So you hire this man from Australia who is a horse whisperer. He comes in. The horse whisperer from Australia was an old yacht captain, but now he likes to work with horses because he doesn't like people, but he gets along with horses really well. Okay. So the horse <laughs> Jesus is Christ. being trained. While you're getting along with this guy, these two women from New York City come to the town to buy a hotel. To steal, to steal my captain. <laughs> And then they meet the captain, and now there's a love triangle between the three of you with these two hotel entrepreneurs and you trying to get this man to break the horse. As this thing goes along, the horse gets sick. He ends up being okay. But the horse gets sick, and you have this like really heartfelt talk with the captain. The the captain finally falls in love with you. The hotel gets bankrupt. They get kicked out of town. You live happily ever after. Okay, I like this story. I like this story. (laughs) 
You've been watching on a lot of Hallmark. Yeah, I think I he watch has. A lot of Bravo, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, the only add-on I would. Form. The only add-on I would throw in there is all of this is done at Bluestone Ranch, owned by by Dorinda. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes, I like it. That is perfection. Now we're good. That's a good picture. That's a good movie. I'd watch that. Perfection. Yes. 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 That's what we do here. Yeah. Now they're trying to buy it from Dorinda. And so I love it. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. This all works. So talk to your guy tonight. Get us in there as executive (laughs) producers. This is a million dollar idea. You're welcome. It's actually a really good movie. I'd watch it. There you go. Yeah, that's our next our next job shoots. We're going to be think... Hallmark movie producers. I think we can no, do it. No, that's really what he does. I believe <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. So you All right, can well, maybe, slip it in there. Maybe save this for like the third or fourth date because if you're taking that ruby uh, uh, grapefruit juice out of your purse, talking about a movie idea, he might be like, all right, uh, let's. <laughs> he's let's already seen the ruby red. He's okay, already seen right. the ruby that's red. Good. All right. So yeah, he knows. Be yourself all right. in front of him. Be yourself. Be <laughs> no, fully we, you we, so watched, you know. we watched a football game together. Oh, what game? The, the Auburn game, Auburn game, was that two weeks ago? Uh, he's a war eagle. Yeah, it was two weeks. It was a, it was two weeks ago. Um, yeah. So, well, that's where he went to school. So, you know, we that's like fair. we like to talk about college football. I have two more comments. Two more yeah. questions, and then we'll yeah. wrap it up. Thank the you. first one, like I said, from Southwest Sandra, she asks, "How do we become financially smart on our own when already in an unbalanced marriage?" Oh. Well, I would say first get your marriage balanced. Then you can Good get advice. your checkbook balanced. Okay. Ooh, nicely said. Damn, like wow, that. that's really good. The last thing I have for you, because I played minor league baseball, is what teams do you own in minor league baseball? I wonder if I played against any of them. Um, we sold we sold the one in Augusta. So now there's just oh one. okay. What's the one? They're minor league. Um, it's in, I haven't been, it's in Boise. Okay. Oh, I never played out okay. there. Gotcha. I was just curious. I don't know if I'd played at any of them. I remember the Augusta team. Uh, I never played there. I played in Savannah, the Sand Nats for. The Sand Nats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that place sucked it, because there was literally Sand Nats on the entire field and you had well, to wear got, a sweatshirt in summer. It's their mascot. Leave them alone. But they, <laughs> they were there. Augusta was the Green Jackets. Oh, okay. Augusta yeah. Green Jackets. And they got bought and, um, but the Augusta Green Jackets was kind of cool because they we built we the city built um, a new stadium and it's really nice. It's a, oh, it's a awesome. great stadium. Yeah, it's really pretty. Can um, we stay at your Augusta house for the Masters? You are welcome to come to my party for the Masters. If I have a room, you are welcome to come. Oh, stop it. Don't make false promises. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll be there. Text me. Text me. <laughs> Done. And you know what? We're and we we're doing um we're doing a party on Thursday with um some golfers. It's gonna Ooh. be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in. I'm, yep, lock yep, it in. We'll be there. Yep, we'll, we will be <laughs> there. And then I'm doing my big party on Saturday. I do a big party on Saturday and now we're doing um a party on Thursday night. With, very nice uh, some golfers yep All right, well, and, um, we'll i mean it. you know i don't that. say anything that i don't mean yeah we're coming oh, out man. to play tennis too oh yeah when we're in la oh, we, you said we could play on the magic johnson tennis i'm looking court. at it i'm looking at <laughs> the it the weekend right now. of november 19th okay so that's saturday if you're around two, two weeks three now. weeks all right oh no uh, i leave for um i leave for augusta to for thanksgiving oh, man, but come on man. over you can play on my court I feel like we get arrested. I'll let Avi know. Yeah, we'll text Avi. I'll let Avi know. Oh, we'll text Avi. <laughs> you can text Avi. And he'll give you the gate code. You can come on. I'm, I'm serious. You can go play on the court. We're, we're in. We're in. I would love to go to Jerry Buster's old house. Oh, the you're the best. Oh, we love you. I, I like how um, I was just telling Kathy Hilton this. I go, you got to watch their show because they tell it like it is. We try to. Yeah, we try to stay unbiased around I mean, here. You know, sometimes I disagree with you, but that's okay. Yeah, that's, we don't. Yeah, that's we wouldn't. Point. We wouldn't believe you if you said you agreed with everything that we said. No, we're yeah. idiots a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the dickhead one was so right. Oh, oh yeah. I know. That, there's you. a lot of dickheads out here, though. There's a ton of dickheads, and I'm glad that you're on. But that's. Wait a minute. That's. Can you make a shirt with a patch that says "dickhead" on it? Oh. I'm gonna look for one. See, these are all vintage patches. 
Okay. Oh, I'll okay. Got a vintage patch. So, no, there. I bet there. I'm sure there is a dickhead patch out there somewhere. I'm gonna find that it. Probably in Philadelphia. Yeah, actually, that's big. I'm big, looking. Yeah, we we grew up with that word. <laughs> I had forgotten about that word because everybody does the the asshole word. I hate that one. No, we're bringing dickhead no. back. We're Europe bringing now. dickhead back. Yeah, we are absolutely. But thank you so much for being with All us. You are our favorite. Um, well, so we will definitely have you on mid season because we got to hear what's up. Oh, you said you have some oh, more. We're going to talk about some yep. things. I'll talk to we'll you about some about. things. Don't worry. Can't wait mm-hmm. to get there. But thank you so much, and right, we will talk to you day. soon. Thanks for working me in. Always. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Son. Have a good day. All right. Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the Southern charmers and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.